Let me tell you something here. If I was going to do one good to the public, now I'm going to do 10 goods. Well, hi, everybody. I'm Kim Skorupski, and you're on the Faculty Factory podcast. I hope you've checked out the facultyfactory.org. And a little plug is that we are ending year three of the Faculty Factory podcast, which we've called the Triple H series, the habits and hacks from Hopkins. We're moving into year four, and I know many of you have so much to share, and you'd probably love to be on the podcast. And so I'm going to ask you to reach out to me or put an email in the facultyfactory.org website letting me know that you want to be a guest on the Faculty Factory. You can contact me personally at kskarupski. That's K-S-K-A-R-U-P-S-K-I at J-H-M-I, which stands for Johns Hopkins Medical Institute. Institute or Institution for Laws? Is it Institute? (laughs) Institute. I think Institute. (laughs) (laughs) And you won't believe it. I actually wrote down my own email address as if I don't know how to spell my name. Anywho, that's my plug. And listen, everybody, you are in for a real treat because on today's episode, one of my most favorite people at Johns Hopkins, Dr. Fawaz Al-Amari. Fawaz, good morning. Good morning, Kim. (laughs) It's always uh, nice to be with you. Thank you so much for, for this uh, conversation. Well, okay. So this, I can't, I'm so excited. Uh, I just cannot wait to get into this conversation. And again, turn up the volume, settle in. This is going to be a great, great story. Dr. Fawaz, will you please start by telling everybody who you are here at Hopkins and what you do? Sure. Uh, I am a kidney transplant physician and a health services uh, researcher. I do see patient, um, outpatient clinic and patient. I do consult uh, in the medicine uh, department, nephrology division, and I do research and my focus in increasing living kidney donation in the United States. Well, there you go. There you have it. Dr. Al-Amari. Will you please begin by telling, uh, sharing this very, very important story? Uh, sure. Uh, so this story, I'm, uh, I will tell you, Kim, and the audience uh, with mixed feeling, really. Um, but I think the, the point I want to really let people know that uh, what to take home message is really, I want you to stay positive no matter what. And even if, and you can fill the blank, your story in your life. So I just can tell you like, uh, on the father day of 2021, this last June, uh, I was visiting my children in Denver, Colorado. And um, I met with my children on Saturday and we had nice time. Um, and then we had the plan for the next day morning to have breakfast to- together on Sunday for the father day. Um, so my children left and I stayed um, at the hotel in Denver and my friend came, picked me up um, around like 7.30 p.m. We went to a restaurant in a very fancy area in Denver called Cherry Creek. And we stayed in a nice uh, restaurant in the patio outside. It was so beautiful weather, uh, nice. People are very peaceful. And we finished eating and we paid the bill and we just uh, had conversation. Um, I was talking to my mom by phone and then I hung up and just were gonna leave. And suddenly I heard something so strong 
like a bomb uh, hit my face. I have no idea what happened. And um, I lost my uh, vision for about 30 seconds. But thanks God, I was still conscious. And I heard people saying, uh, uh, come after him, call the police. I have no idea what's going on. So, and people told me, uh, 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 come to the floor. So I took myself from the chair to the floor and um, my vision came back and I saw like a lot of gush blood coming from my face. So I kept pressure on my right side of the face to uh, hold the, the blood coming out. And um, I just, uh, I hear people going on, things happen, I have no idea what happened, honestly. And, uh, but the good thing, I stay calm and I just say, you know, I hear people, I just said, what is my friend? I was worried about my friend, what happened to him? Because he was sitting in front of me and they told me your friend is fine. You were just trying to uh, run after the guy, the guy who hit you. So it sounds somebody hit me. I have no idea what happened. Anyway, and uh, the ambulance came and um, they took me to the ambulance and um, they told me, we'll take you to Denver County Hospital. I told them, could you please go to University of Colorado because I used to be faculty there and I know everyone. Oh. So, uh, and, the, and, the, and the guy was, and the nurse was so kind. Uh, he said, you're a doctor. I said, he said, you know what? We'll just follow your recommendation. Uh, although it's going to be double the trip, but that's fine. <laughs> so um, uh, I was happy they took me to University of Colorado. Now, until that point, I just hear somebody hit me and that's it. I have no idea what happened. Uh, I'm so grateful that uh, at the university hospital, I got really great care um, from neurosurgery, trauma surgery, ophthalmic, ENT. I had severe injury uh, in my uh, right, uh, above my right uh, bra. And um, I had also uh, non-traumatic injury of my right eye that caused optic neuropathy. Now, thanks God, they did all the CAT scan, all the images. My brain was not touched at all. So I had my brain was had no injury. I got a lot of maxillofacial fracture and nasal fracture only. So, and uh, of course, there was like busy night and um, uh, I had some symptoms at that time. But despite all of that, um, I didn't have, um, what's interesting that I didn't feel pain. And the doctor kept uh, telling me, uh, do you need narcotic? Do you need like, you know, pain medicine? I said, you know, like, I don't feel pain. Uh, they told me, well, you're probably gonna have pain, severe pain from the injury. I said, well, if the pain happened, I will ask you for pain control. So then my friend, um, you know, uh, came uh, and then he told, I told him, what, what happened? He told me, well, um, what happened? We were sitting and there was a guy coming from my behind, walking toward us. He was uh, wearing like a shirt, uh, a grub hop uh, sign and has a red banda. And he was uh, carrying like a big uh, bottle of uh, wine, uh, like black wine glass, uh, big bottle basically. And my friend told me he looks suspicious, but I thought he just, you know, making a delivery or something. When the guy came uh, near our table, uh, he just hit my face uh, and ran, uh, ran away. And there was a truck waiting for him across the street. And uh, they, he jumped in the, in the truck and he ran away. Uh, my friend tried to catch him, but he couldn't. There was another guy who ran after the truck, took the picture, and uh, they got the information. Unfortunately, all the information, uh, the police did the investigation. Uh, the truck was toasted and they left no fingerprint. <laughs> so, 
So uh, they were very clever how to do, how they did it. But um, the good news that out of this that I was I was I was doing well and I was alive. So what was concerning me at that time? My I was I promised my children I'm going to see them next morning to have breakfast together, and the recommendation was to stay in the hospital for observation. So I told uh, you know I met with all the surgeons. I said. If you feel you do some, you do something, do it. And I got all this more than 20 stitches above my eye, and they did a great job, really, like plastic surgeon did it. And um, they told me, listen, Dr. Amari, if you want to leave, it's fine um, to meet your kids, have nice breakfast with them, and come back after. <laughs> so I said, great. And again, they were so worried that I have to have pain medicine, and they said, we're going to prescribe with some pain medicine. There's no way you're going to have no pain. I said. That's fine. You can prescribe whatever you want. Uh, I'll use it if I need it. Thanks, God. Um, I told my parents, um, you know, again, like, you know, all this happened. I didn't feel pain, uh, Kim, whatsoever. Like, it was just like normal pressure, but really no pain. So it was, um, I mean, I'm always very thankful to God. Um, uh, and then what made it really exciting to me and happy uh, when I saw the kids next day. So I went to the hotel. Uh, and I met the kids at the restaurant where we promised the plan. And the kids were shocked when they saw me because I was covering my wound with all this bandage and I put my uh, sunglasses so they don't feel, see the bad thing. And my kids were uh, wondering, what happened, Baba? I said, you know, let's have fun. Baba is here and let's, let's, let's have fun and play together and eat breakfast together. I, somebody hit me, but, you know, I'm, I'm fine. That's the important thing. And we spent a good day, really. Um, and that really what was happening uh, during that injury. My parents keep calling me. I didn't answer my phone, of course, because if my mom saw me, she would be, of course, not feeling well. Uh, I also am thankful because my mom was supposed to be with me that visit. And I told mom, don't come with me uh, that visit for some reason. Uh, just like I said, I was just going to go for two days and come back to Baltimore. So it's not worth the, the trip. So I was also grateful that my mom was not involved and my children was not involved in that injury. Then uh, I came to uh, Baltimore. I had, uh, I'm also thankful to John Hopkins, uh, plastic uh, and ENT surgeon. I got like uh, a constructive surgery uh, for uh, nasal septal fracture. And uh, I'm really doing great. Uh, I was taken care by our ophthalmologist here at Hopkins and did a great job. I'm recovering, uh, I'm, I think, almost close to 100%. Um, and uh, one of the things was raised to me, uh, Dr. Amari, we were worried about mentally uh, impact of the injury and how you're going to feel about this. You know, and then I sit back, I said, let me tell you something here. If I was going to do one good to the public, now I'm going to do 10 goods. Uh, I'm grateful and thankful to God what happened to me and for the support I got from people. Uh, Kim, you cannot imagine, I got so many messages from the nurses, from physicians, from the staff, from patients. Uh, uh, I was like, it just was amazing. I, I, I got messages from people like I don't know them. Uh, so I was really felt like so appreciated of what you're doing. And it just uh, teach me uh, like really a lesson that um, how to be uh, respectful to other people and uh, kind, no matter what, their race, their color, uh, their religion, their tongue, um, whatever their background, we should really work together and uh, judge people by their action 
and give them room. If people make a mistake, give them room. And I, I remember this lady, um, we were one day like we were walking in a, in a very crowded hall, and this lady said, listen guys, there is room for everyone. So everyone has room. Uh, don't feel that somebody will take your, uh, your, your bite. Or, I mean, there is room for everyone. We just have to work together. So really, I mean, um, this is what I was going to tell you, Kim. I, mean, I think this, uh, what happened to me is uh, inspire me in a positive way how to give back to society. Uh, the life I have now, I have to, I have just to pay back, honestly. Uh, God gave me a second life. So, and I hope uh, I will meet people's expectation and God, you know, trust that I'll do well and positive to the community. Wow. Everybody, do you hear the story and understand why I love this man? I just, I, when we, when Fawaz and I talked a few weeks ago, and I did not know about this Father's Day <laughs> event, but when he told me the story and then ended the story with, if I was going to do one good thing, I decided I was going to do 10 good things. I almost fell off my chair. And this is such an important lesson for so many of us. And I, I'm usually rambling a lot and just saying so many things, but I'm going to try not to say much because I want people to stop, maybe rewind and listen to your, your huge heart and the message of staying positive, even if fill in the blank. It's, that's it. I mean, we all have a story. Everybody has a story. And we don't know, many times we don't know each other's stories. And that grace and that mercy that you talked about of just pause a minute and give, give people some, some love and understanding and kindness. I just think you are, you're amazing. I just love the story. Thank you, Kim. That's kind of you. Well, we're not going to leave on this this um, end because uh, Dr. Fawaz is very humble, and I know you don't you don't want to tell this, but I want to end on something that is so amazing. Um, friends, you won't believe the blessings uh, Dr. Alamari has since received. When I first met you, I, let's let's talk about when I met you in 2018. Uh, Dr. Fawaz was one of our EPIC faculty scholars. So the EPIC, um, you know, medical records reporting system, we came up in the Office of Faculty with this concept to uh, give some money for faculty members to use the EPIC data towards scholarship. And um, Dr. Fawaz was one of our awardees of that um, opportunity. And I remember meeting him and talking about his project and WAGs, writing accountability groups. And at the time, um, I'm gonna let you tell the rest of the story because you were working on something very important around 2018. So why don't you tell folks, work them through um, your accomplishments since that time and all these blessings that have um, you've been given? Uh, sure, Kim. So in short, uh, I was uh, grateful uh, to John Hopkins, uh, that I was one of the first uh, group awardees of uh, the EPIC Faculty Scholarship. And that really uh, initiated uh, and, uh, my uh, energy and gave me courage 
to move on and uh, support really. So I really was really a good trigger. And by the way, uh, I was one of the finalists uh, finalists for uh, using that epic project um, about reducing uh, readmission after kidney transplantation. Um, so in the School of Medicine. So it did pay off. And uh, there is a model we created prediction for uh, just trying to validate that model. So thank you for the support. In 2019, I was able to finish my PhD in health services research, and that was another milestone. What's really, I mean, um, uh, I didn't tell you in the story. Uh, so the story happened that my insult injury happened in June 2021, uh, the Father's Day weekend. What I didn't tell you that the same month, I was showered with three grants. <laughs> uh, so it was amazing. So. The first grant, but I'm working hard on it. Uh, it's uh, my uh, uh, NIDDK, NIH uh, K23 grant uh, uh, using telemedicine for counseling and evaluation of living kidney donors. And I really appreciate the NIH uh, funded me that grant. Same time, same month. Uh, I mean, just like it's just shocking to me. Same month, uh, I was also uh, blessed by the National Kidney Foundation, the NKF. Uh, Maryland, uh, Delaware, with a grant uh, support me, me to uh, uh, create a model that predict what will be your kidney function if you donate a kidney uh, after donation. So I can tell you what will be your kidney in six months after donation just for your counseling. So there was another grant and then uh, uh, and then another grant came as a philanthropy grant from uh, a kind donor uh, uh, anonymous donor, uh, I cannot mention their name, uh, with a big uh, money uh, in support of my research uh, to increase living donation in the United States. So it just was, you know, Kim, I, I don't know how to tell you, but just like, uh, yes, I got the uh, insulin injury and it looked bad, but I was, you know, still, uh, I took it positive and I don't know, that turned out to, to be positive and I got three grand. Now, what's the link between the two? I don't know. But I know, I know like God was just testing me and to see how much confidence we have in God. Uh, are we going to stay firm and positive and persistent or are we going to give up? So the, the take home point, uh, you never give up, just stay positive. If, if you got a flat tire, you fix it. So you don't say I'm done. <laughs> uh, so... So thank you so much. And I hope you know, people uh, take this message, like uh, stay positive no matter what, and even if, and fill the blank in what happened in your life. Folks, Dr. Fawaz Al-Amari. You can reach him at Fawaz Al-Amari at jhmi.edu. I'll spell that for you. F-A-W-A-Z-A-L-A-M-M-A-R-Y. Fawaz, I love you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Kim. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to Faculty Factory Podcast. The mission of the Faculty Factory is to build and support a community of leaders in faculty development who share tools, resources, wisdom, and encouragement in service to our faculty members, schools, and institutions. We encourage you to go to facultyfactory.org to find out more, get in touch with me, ask me any questions. Maybe you want to be interviewed on the podcast. Thanks for tuning in to Faculty Factory Podcast. We'll see you next time. The Faculty Factory Podcast and website is sponsored by the Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine Office of Faculty. For more information, visit facultyfactory.org.